Hey everyone, it's Mike here. Now, normally at the beginning of the episode you would hear some kind of skit that Shmeev or myself came up with, but we're not doing that this time, and I'll explain why. So, as a spoiler, we're going to be covering the Sinister's hunting season in this episode. And for those that don't know, this was an album that was met with no fanfare. V. Sinister himself was not proud of the project, and after that, quietly dropped from the label. Now, we do what we normally do on Juggalo Judgment, and that is we cover this, and we sometimes aren't very nice about it, or a little bit lackluster. Now, mind you, a couple weeks after we recorded this episode, as we are a few weeks ahead, I went to Camp Zool, and V. Sinister was there to perform. Now, I didn't want Hunting Season to be my only exposure to him, so I decided to go and check out his set, and I was actually very impressed. Heck, I actually even re uh, recognized at least one of the tracks that he performed because it was from this album. So, after, he was sitting by his merch, and I decided to go and talk with him. And the dude was incredibly nice. I explained that... I do the podcast and explained that we had recorded Hunting Season, to which he kind of gave a bit of a grimace, but laughed a little. And I told him that I understood that he wasn't as big a fan of this record, and that I didn't want that to be the only thing that I took away from him. So, I asked him to recommend some of his other music to me personally. He did recommend three of his albums, including his favorite one personally, and so I picked those up from him. Again, the guy was incredibly nice and seemed to just have a good time while he was at Camp Zool. So, since that time, I've been going through and listening to a lot of the music that I picked up from Camp Zool, and I did listen to one of the records that he provided me, which was his favorite album, The Great Stairwell, from 2017. And I'm not going to lie, I really do enjoy it. So, I highly recommend checking that out. I guess the takeaway from this is, one, I didn't want to rela release this episode after I had spoken with V Sinister and established that he's a cool guy, but then put out this episode that was recorded prior and make it seem like I was just, you know, talking shit for the hell of it. Because that's not what we typically want to do. We goof on this show and we dunk, but we're not doing it necessarily to actually cause offense. So if anybody wants my opinion, yes, the album that we're covering, not amazing. So, sorry to spoil you guys on that. But, I've heard nothing but great things about V Sinister and his work after. And like I said, I checked out The Great Stairwell, and I thought that album was fantastic. So, I highly recommend checking that one out. I think that's about it. So, without further ado, let's jump into the episode. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, juggalos, juggalettes, and those who don't identify as such. This is Juggalo Judgment, where two friends take time out of their busy schedules to sit down, listen to, and analyze music of the Juggalo variety. You're joined by your hosts, Mike and... V. Shmeev. V. Shmeev, sure. <laughs> Shmeev, sure. <laughs> How the fuck are you? I'm doing okay. You know, this is, um... This is the first day for a while where I have gotten an adequate amount of rest. Uh, I don't feel all fucked up and grody in general. 
Uh, I don't have way too much on my plate. I've successfully completed several things that I needed to have gotten done a while ago. Uh, now I just kind of got to finish doing my laundry today. That would be good. I, I probably need to run my towels through another wash because they've just been sitting there like in the washer after a mm -hmm. cycle. I, I didn't get them into the dryer because I just had so much shit to do. I was out of state yesterday. It's, it's fucky, man. You know, yeah. penguins winning games, pirates losing and then winning a game. Uh, you know, it's a whole thing. Uh, my triple play 2000 season with my drafted team playing, uh, I believe the Marlins was who I ended up picking up. Or, yeah, no, the Mariners. The Mariners, I think. Yeah, Seattle Mariners. Uh, I, I won my first game, or I, I was winning my first game, like 20 nothing, dude. I was fucking crushing it. But I was playing on rookie, and that didn't feel right. And also, the game froze on me mid-game. Uh, so I was like, I got to restart this. But I'll, I'll, I'll restart, and I'll play it on pro, and then I fucking lost. I got, got fucking crushed, unfortunately. I was putting up a good fight, but they just managed to pull ahead. The fucking, uh, I don't remember what team in it, Toronto, the, the Blue, Blue Jays. Jays. I don't know how I know that. <laughs> it was rough. Uh, how, how you doing? <laughs> I'm. Truth be told, I'm not doing great. Um, that is unfortunate. I won't, I won't go into a lot of details. You know what they are. Um, but I am choosing to keep it to myself on on social media and all that shit right now for the yeah. time being, just because uh, life isn't the most amazing right now. But I'm. I'm trying to stay hopeful so well, having some times recently yeah. you know um supreme court get dead you goddamn bitches fuck y'all yeah uh uh a fun fact GOP we were lawmakers eat to, shit get dead get we were very actually dead. supposed to record this episode a week prior um but we didn't back then because I had a bunch of stuff going on. Neither that of us weekend. were prepared with notes and or anything like that. I was like, "Yeah, can we can we hold this off a couple of days?" And you're like, "Yeah, man, we'll we'll do it on Wednesday." Okay, great. I Wednesday was still came not around. prepared with notes on Wednesday. Wednesday, yeah. What did you? What was it? You messaged me, and I'm like, I am having the like worst day mentally. I can't. Like, mm -hmm. can we record this Sunday and then do another quick turnaround for? next week i was thankful and we'll for be on a regular these schedule. delays honestly yeah so so we'll, we're 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 still fine we have this backup which is always helpful to have we it haven't does even dug into things it off. <laughs> yeah um it, it it's it does kind of throw things off whenever we actually get into like the context of everything but it's fine. fine and um this is um you know just just to bring it all back um for everybody listening, um, if you've never listened before to Juggalo Judgment, welcome. welcome. And if you've listened at least once in the past, we can with with confidence say, welcome, welcome back. back. And if you are joining us for the first time, this is kind of interesting. What are you doing but here? <laughs> yeah, we are finally somehow mm -hmm. at the end of our shit we missed. We're wrapping it up. I don't know how the fuck we got here. <laughs> we covered what I was do. it? Eight, I think this is eight <laughs> things from this that we that we did. I didn't count. Um and and this has been an interesting little uh, trip um to the past of yeah. which 
only about half of the things that we covered are things that I was aware of in like prior to doing this. We um, went all the way but, back to the seventies at one point. You know, that was a good trip. <laughs> we definitely missed that one by a fucking but, huge margin. I don't know how. But this has been an interesting uh, little thing to do. Um, it allowed us to have two incredibly cool episodes with Aaron and Eric yeah, yeah, yeah. of ICP with We, um, of which I was actually listening to part of the <laughs> the first one of those earlier today. Um, it was a good time. It was like I I always love whenever we get to we get to work with them, and um, and and it. You know, culminated in a fucking fantastic uh, interview with D Lyrical. I can't believe that that was only four months ago, and I also can't believe that that was four fucking months ago. Uh, well, four months or three months? What was the Super Bowl this year? Wasn't that well, the beginning I, of February? I mean, the first one. Oh yeah, yeah. This this year has been very weird. Um, so. I mean, part I of like that is just, still because of the pandemic. I feel like it's just being 30, honestly. Like, I don't know. I'd have to do some surveying of people in this age range and be like, hey, is time, time way time too fast, fast and also way too slow? <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that that's actually a thing. It's like the life. older. I, th- I think it's that the older you get, maybe your I'll get over it. For, it's for, been way for too time. long for the times we missed. Didn't know that it would hurt like this. I'm going to fucking hang up this call. <laughs> Shmeev. I'm sorry. I'll never reference Skillet again. That's it. Fuck Skillet. The fact that you even reference them Skillet once, is over party. <laughs> I mean, I I enjoy me a good uh, hero. That's a mm-hmm. good song. You don't like uh, The Older I Get? That song's what, butt rock as hell. What album is that on? Uh comatose i don't have comatose it's the oh, one it's, it's the only it's one, one of the I, ones that i want well, it's not the only and one I that never i had. i did get the other one but it's the only one i listened to <laughs> i used to have the the album invincible which is like their first one and i like never listened to it and then i got rid of it and now it's like very expensive and harder <laughs> to find and i'm like why the fuck did i do this no i i have um i have three of their albums i think hmm. um I'm sorry but hero is or, or sorry uh uh, awake, yeah. Is is it awake or awake and alive? Awake. Is the first one I have. Hmm. Anyways, this is we're not talking about a Christian rock I'll band. I'll throw my copy of Comatose at you into your garbage can. You can dig it out. <laughs> well, that sounds mean, Shmeev. Yeah. Who and what are we talking about today, Mike? Today we are going back to, as I understand, and I mean I could be wrong about this. But I feel like I read this somewhere. Uh, We're going back to the age of people getting deals to make a single album from some contest or whatever. uh, With V. Snitzer and his debut psychopathic... Excuse me. His debut swan song psychopathic release, (laughs) Hunting Season. Excuse me. Uh, uh, Name, please. Shmeev. The, uh, the, uh, the artist's name. I am an artist. The artist uh, who created the album Hunting Seasons name. Mikey Clark. Shut the fuck up. Actually, no, <laughs> not at all. Um. <laughs> name, please. V. Snitzer. <laughs> 
So V is sinister. <laughs> yeah, this is this is something that I actually wasn't aware of. I did not realize. I, I've I've heard of V Sinister, but I did not realize that this album came about because he he won a contest in 2002. And actually, the other person who was a finalist, um, uh, their name is McNasty, who is still fairly prominent in the underground. Um, they still work with I think I think he's from Oklahoma, and he regularly releases stuff. Uh, I think he was featured on some super famous fun time guy stuff. Huh. Um, I, I was really thinking for a second that you're going to be like the other guy that was a finalist in this PLC. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. V Sinister, at this point, uh, he won this contest in 2002, and this album came out in 2003. Now, it sounds like he was originally part of some kind of group, but I, I, I have about eight tabs up here if you hear clicking it's me trying to cycle through them real quick um but i couldn't really see anything about this potential prior group that he was in his first actual uh solo lp uh came out in 2002 and i actually have a copy of that as well i got a copy of hunting season uh last year uh from blade um i think it was like a friend of theirs or something had it as well as the prior album which is called um Oh, goodness, what was it called? What's the name of the album? Uh, wow, this... I just... I'm having the worst time. Oh, uh, it's called Morningstar Sins of an Angel. So, he doesn't seem like he was really part of the Juggalo community, but he was from Michigan. He is aware... He was strongly aware of Psychopathic Records and ICP and everything like that. Um, And... He was making acid rap, the same thing that Isham was doing, you know, whether you want to call it wicked shit or whatever. But on the uh, the prior album, the Morningstar one, um, it does say like in the bottom corner, acid rap. So people were running with that. <laughs> um, now, I do see a thing. There was a, an interview that V Sinister did um, with Horrorcore.com. And apparently there were rumors that the reason that V Sinister won this contest is um, A, he's black, B, he's from Michigan, uh, and C, the other label that he was on, Fallen Entertainment, allegedly bribed Psychopathic and, and set it up. Um, it must be known at this point that Psychopathic does not have a strong track record with artists who are not white. Um, it's sad to say, and I'm not trying to, to throw dirt on the name, but at that point, well, in 2002 slash 2003, uh, what, Ishan was technically on the label at that point and had released a compilation. Uh, had Repentance been out at this point? I don't know. But nobody on the label was typically <laughs> someone who wasn't white. Uh. Um, but their best record with black artists is one who wasn't officially on the label. It was Breed. 
<laughs> well, that wasn't even out yet. Yeah, I know. That was an 04. <laughs> I mean, overall. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll see. In the run of psychopathic history. I feel um, like he's the top of the line. <laughs> but here is an interesting thing regarding um, the makings of this album and V Sinister's music as a whole. Okay. So he basically made a lot of his music with a PlayStation. Mm-hmm. There was a game or if you want to just call it, for lack of a better term, just software for mm-hmm. the PS1 called Codemasters MTV Music Generator. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he made all of his instrumentals on the prior album, Morning Star, Sins of an Angel, with that. Which is... First off, don't you dare <laughs> talk shit about Hinder. <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> I saw the former lead singer in concert once. Anyways. Just the lead singer? Yeah, just the for- he's not in the band anymore, so it was the former uh, lead singer. Was he hindering them? I don't know why he left the band. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> so, he made all of his instrumentals on that program, on that game, essentially. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not sure how he was able to take the waves from that and put it somewhere else um, to record over it. He has a way to do it. Direct output audio, probably. Okay. Um, But apparently in, in the local area, that album sold fairly well. And that is what helped to get him a bit of, of notoriety and potentially, I guess, try and join this contest to, work with psychopathic what happened was when he went to record the new album he did it the same way but um apparently he was under the impression that working in a incredibly good studio would make things sound better so there's a, a, a part on his actual website. Um, he explains that he won this contest and he had the EP initially planned um, to release before the gathering um, under a different name. And it was only supposed to be six songs. He says, uh, my manager at the time convinced the, the VP of Psychopathic to let me get a few more tracks on there, saying printing the CD would still cost the same and we'd provide our own production. Well, from my prior release, Morningstar, I thought with a 100 grand studio, they should be able to make it sound better. So I went in with my music on disc like I did with Morningstar. The engineer stated there was something wrong with the audio and I would have to put the waves on disc and I explained that to my comrade James and he said it would be no problem. My manager got arrogant and dismissed James' claim and stated we should bring in the PlayStation itself, extract the music from there. Needless to say, amidst technical difficulties, the CD was released and didn't fare well. Now, apparently this album was incredibly limited it seems like to only 2,000 copies whether these were originally sold at well no if the contest was from the gathering I don't know if it would have been released at the gathering 2003 or something like that Um, but this album is 
pretty hard to come by. I missed out on one on Discogs uh, last year that went for like 35 bucks or something. There's one on eBay right now for 90 which is ridiculous. Um, but this is an example of one of those albums that just blink and you miss it. Um, I have some production credits. Also, I didn't even mention uh, the gentleman's real name, which I have here. Um, his it's name is Snitzer. Vin- uh, no, it's not, surprisingly hmm. enough. Uh, Venus John Billingsley III. Oh, okay. Uh, I didn't realize that V was for, for Venus. Um, the biggest deal on here is that he did pretty much all the production um, and wrote damn near every song. There does seem to be a little bit of extra stuff on here. Also, um, that is wrong on here. What the fuck? Uh-oh. So the thing that you and I talked about before we started recording on one of the track's names, mm-hmm. it's different on the back of the case than what it is on the booklet. Ah. So I'm fucking confused. Anyways, um, all the music was recorded, mixed, and mastered at the Lotus Pod by Fritz the Cat. Which makes sense, because at this point, um, Mikey Clark was gone. Yeah. And When was I, this again? Uh, so this was... Basically done in 2002 and released in 2003. What's the where where in our where where does that fit in? Uh, so you figure the Wraith released in 2002. Okay. okay. Um, in November. That now he won he won that contest at the gathering that year. So you figure that was probably in I think July or August. Mm-hmm. Um, so when this was recorded, I don't know. And the thing is, is so wait, okay. I don't even... So he wins this contest, right? Yes, and then immediately after, he they they he drop got, the rate. He got a one year. And, he got a one year deal. In and he hears thy unveiling, and he's like, "Fuck it!" He's just fucking just destroyed by this. Like his brain is shattered by this revelation that ICP <laughs> is released immediately after he won this contest. <laughs> <laughs> the man's not on the top of his game right now he just had he's got hit with this big fucking news no matter what side of the 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 issue he's on when it comes to thy unveiling i mean you know he's emotionally compromised in this time he has no time to recover yeah yeah Yeah. sure (laughs) (laughs) so um i don't really have anything else to add before this, um, I'll probably have some follow-up stuff towards the end um, to just kind of go over, you know, the fallout of it. Um, but I think that we can probably get into this uh, about now. Oh, Mike, you know, I'd love yes. to get into this right now. Uh-huh. But there's something else that we really need to take care of first. What's that? Uh... Well, first, you need to hang up the plant. That's important. Get that watered. Um, oh, you don't have a plant. That's right. No. Oh. I have a cactus over there that's somehow still alive. I should probably water it. It's been like a week. Yeah, you do need to water those from time to time. At the very least, you kind of like smile fondly at it. Because, I mean, <laughs> cactuses, they're doing, they're doing their thing. Yeah, but I think what we need to do for ourselves 
-hmm. we also need some nourishment from time to time. So yeah. I think it's about time we crack open a motherfucker. Crack open a bag of pork rinds, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, I put them away. Son of a bitch. I like pork rinds. I haven't had them in a while. So I got some barbecue ones. Oh, mm. they're 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 a jam. They are a jam. I hadn't had them for the longest time, and then I bought a bag, and I was like, these are like the most amazing things I've ever fucking had in my life. They're terrible every, for you, but like, goddamn, they're good. Every time I have them, every time without fail, I always think of that one scene. It's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the first movie. Uh, after uh, when 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 all the turtles are in April's apartment and Raphael and Leonardo get in a big fucking argument, <laughs> Michelangelo and Donatello fight, fight, kitchen, kitchen, great. And then they run in there. <laughs> fucking Raphael like storms off and slams the door and everything. <laughs> and there's Michelangelo, pork rind, pork rind. <laughs> every time anyways uh i have... feel like that wasn't what you were suggesting though. oh no no i was thinking that we need to crack open you know what i like how you think me too shmeev yeah the fuck you got today mike i went down to the corner store where we typically get our fagos from and i mm. was positively chuffed to find that uh, they've like expanded their selection, or at the very least, restocked very recently. Restocked <laughs> so much more there than I've seen in a very long time. And so yeah. I went over there and I picked. I I mulled this over because I was like, I don't even know if I've had this before. I don't think I have. Mm -hmm. uh, but I was like, you know, what better time to try something new than you know trying some new dude who won a contest and like by the records uh so i have myself right here in my hands a big 24 ounce genuine fago delicious black cherry very nice very nice mike what do you got for the people today i've been going to the corner store a couple times mostly because i've been a big fan this has nothing to do with what i'm drinking today but i I've, oh. I've been a big fan of drinking a lot of um arizona like tea and There's stuff like that. Teas, yeah. I fucking love them. They're cheap and you get a fucking lot of it for, <laughs> for the cost. Did they recently came out with a cherry lime uh, carbonated drink. And <laughs> I am all about the like cherry limeade shit. Oh my God. It's fucking bomb. I have okay. another one in. I um, know I drank the second one yesterday. Oh. So I have a, a strawberry uh, lemonade tea in there which i'm very excited for however nice. that's not what i'm drinking for this um have i ever stated a f a flavor that i would like never drink in my life or just flavoring in general that i just absolutely fucking detest um i don't know of one i feel like i may have mentioned this before you may have but i don't recall i have a huge Huge distaste for anything that is flavored grape. Oh, maybe we have talked about this. Yeah, Not a fan. Okay. You know how Red Pop is the one that I go to if I really don't want to go into an episode? Uh -huh. I'm just in a bad mood. Yeah. So today in my hands, I have a genuine delicious Fago grape. Some good old Shaggy's nut bag. All right, let's crack them open. I don't know why I did this to myself. <laughs> I really hope this wasn't expired. No, it's not. August. 
Fuck. Damn it. Drop the fucking cap. Oh, no. That's not bad. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, this is a mistake. Well. Oh, fuck. No. Okay, real quick. Oh, shit. You know why I don't like grape? Because it reminds me of the fucking red grape Dimatap that I was forced to take whenever I was sick as a kid. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, oh, it's fucking horrible. Well, no, speaking of things. No, hold thing on. No, no, pause. Pause. I'm fu I can't. I can't. <laughs> no, fuck this. <laughs> fucking disgusting. I'll fucking pitch it later. No. Done. Oh. Man, he ain't into that grape. Fuck off. I have a goddamn firework. <laughs> I was I was that was not a bit. No, that I was know. not a bit. I, I was did. trying so fucking hard. I got two sit. I'm done. Well, Sorry, Scott. Deal with it. Speaking of things that are terrible, here's track one. Time. He is Vincent Billingsley, a man in his mid twenties, partaking in daily routine activities amongst many in this existence he has come to know his life. But like those around him who lead a normal and often routine lifestyle, Vincent, unfortunately, among a small percentage of people, suffers from a hereditary psychological condition deemed schizophrenia. In his youth, Vincent would hear two separate voices urging him. This is an intro. He's yeah, this is an intro. Yeah, talking about and 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 he's explaining that um, V Sinister is. Is like an asshole. <laughs> well, no, he's not talking about V Sinister here. He's talking about Vincent. That's a different one. Vincent, whatever. This is gonna run in a while into Clock Stoppers. <laughs> We'll talk about the thing later. We'll get there. Got your back. Check to clock stoppers. Man, if I could just turn back the hands of time to get away from all these things that's causing me so much pain. What would things be like? What would they be like? If I could turn back the hands of time, the mess of childhood of mine will be non-existent. Ain't no denying my eyes will cry, many tears, too many pits, fitting venom in so many years. All the years passed, all the children laughed and had a blast at my expense. Running, jumping fists, ducking bullies, a stand, a clenched fist, hitting the beating me, life for treating me. The reason every time I reminisce, I get pissed and again, see if I could turn back to the past and change the frame of mind, my brain remains, and then I wouldn't have been proud to the fact. So one thing that I also wanted to mention on um, on the intro on time, yes. Um, my one note was this is somehow not jump steady. 
It is a very jump steady like <laughs> speech though. Yeah. Um, which I thought was really funny. I like that we get a little doorbell chime in there. Yeah, it's 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 great ish. Anyways. <laughs> I'm sure you don't like it because of the rhythm of it, because they, they cut it in a way. They didn't they didn't let the one ring out properly to, to loop it again. It's not amazing, but <laughs> I just kinda let it be. Yeah, guy um, guy here voices make make do bad things. Uh this yeah. is the first voice that he hears that makes him do like you know, be all whatever. <laughs> <laughs> this this is what is it like this is like the womanizing voice basically. Go out there, do your gambling <laughs> and stuff. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Be a rude lewd dude. Um, now Clock Stoppers. Yeah. You ever watch the movie Clock Stoppers? No. The Nickelodeon movie? I remember it though, because I remember specifically this, like, I, I, I don't know, maybe if I went back and like watched it, it wouldn't look as cool, but mm -hmm. I remember one of the scenes where they stop time and like you see the, um, the like sprinkler on the lawn and all the water droplets stop and like they like kind of tap them and like just like. You know, the ones that they hit just kind of push out to the side. I'm like, that's yeah. fucking cool as shit. I remember I, I did watch it. This is a Nickelodeon movie for anybody who doesn't uh, yep. who doesn't know. Um, there was a part where, like, their one friend, uh, the, the the concept of it is they have a, a clock. They have, a, they have a little hand watch. And it doesn't stop time. It makes it incredibly fucking yeah. slow. So, like, everybody around them is aware that, like, though this person's moving really fucking fast. Yeah. They don't know why. Um, but their friend is like a DJ and he goes to this fucking uh, like contest and he's super bad. <laughs> and so what they do is they stop time because he's doing so bad. And like uh, the, the main dude and this girl, like if they're they were like holding hands when he presses the button. So she's fine, too. They like pick him up and turn him upside down and like have him head spin on the fucking turntable and that like makes him win, I guess. It's fucking stupid. That's nothing to do with this <laughs> song awesome. except that it's the same name of a fucking movie. Anyways, yeah. This would be a very strong open if it weren't for this goddamn hook. <laughs> yeah. This hook is so fucking bad. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um I, it it's it's th that's bad. It's bad. And unfortunately because I'm so focused on that, mm -hmm. it takes away from the rest of the song. It wouldn't be a, a terrible track on its own if it wasn't burdened with this <laughs> off-key chorus. It it, sh it shouldn't it shouldn't have been sung. Yeah. Like I'm sorry, but like he he the verse starts with with a strong like if I could turn back the hands of time you have that as the hook just don't sing it you can have it just be wrapped and it would probably be fine well, because really there's something so else hold out turn and you have to figure no. that out it doesn't have to be sung that's all it just I don't mind it that I'm much. sorry <laughs> like Aside from that, like I don't necessarily mind the track, but I like fuck, the spooky that's keys. So bad. 
It's it's just ugh. all right. They got that going through the whole thing. I always find it interesting. Um, like, like whenever people talk about this kind of thing, right? And especially whenever people talk about like going back to childhood or something like that. Everyone's thing is just like, if I could go back to childhood, I'd be an adult instead. And it's like, that's fucking bleak. <laughs> that you don't, like, you're, if if you're in a bad situation or something like that, that, that people will consider that basically the cost of being allowed to be a kid <laughs> when you're a kid. <laughs> uh so you should have been grinding on the street. Should have had five lemonade stands. Got to be an entrepreneur <laughs> at five fucking years old. But don't forget to get your licenses in order or else, you know, some old lady's going to fucking rat you out to the cops for selling lemonade. He also talks some child support stuff. You know, mad about that. We'll come back to yeah. it later. It's going to come up a lot. He um he does have a daughter. Oh, does um and I guess he I, I don't know if he was married or um just just had a, had this this child um from a prior relationship. Um but apparently he said like he did not get along with her. Um apparently. but he loves his daughter and that was one of the things of like well, that's good. winning for psychopathic. He was like I'm I'm in music to try and help make a better life for my daughter. That's so, good. Kudos to that. But that will, yeah, we'll we'll definitely hear <laughs> that happen or come up at least once more on this For album. Sure. Like I, I don't mind the the music of this. No. Um, I think honestly, like I said spooky keys. Yeah, the the music on on this album is not too bad. No. Um, which for being something that was made on a fucking PlayStation, kudos. Yeah. Um. So, like, I get that I he's else unhappy this, with the production because, you know, he thought that working with a fucking professional studio would mean that he'd get professional studio out of it. And he should have. He fucking mm -hmm. should have. They screwed him. Uh, but the production is not really a thing that I have a problem with on this. Yeah. Yep. I, I think that's that's the best way to to state that. And we'll yeah. probably restate it later on when we get to the end of this. So. As far as the production goes, it. No thing. All the way from Saginaw, Michigan. Give it up for the one, the incredible Vinny Sin. Come on. That's right. Don't give it to me. The next big thing is about to come up in here and tear this shit up. Let me introduce myself. The next big thing to enter the rap scene. No promo radio or magazine. Running relay races past all cast the rap. With metaphors for fact, reciting your jaws will crack. I'm the cause and the fan. The reason you can't be giving her sex to me. The reason she get LSD. The reason I keep the Smith and Wesson next to me. It's for the haters always testing, steady threatening me. And that's all I'ma say. All I display on the mic of the stage is all the potatoes fall away. Hey, kids, give the dog a call if y'all wants to play. I stun cunts with the stun of stone cold all day. Ain't nothing sweeter than beating the critter with the speed of a cheetah. Senioritas, cotton candy, eating like tortillas. If you pass me a split, I'll pass on a split by the gutless and acid. Just passing time, spacking asses on chicks. I'ma do what I do like it ain't no thing. I'ma hit the pool pool like it ain't no thing.
sé que no. <laughs> This is somehow not twisted. <laughs> yeah. Cause it's a stunting track. It is flexing. Yeah. That's 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 what this do. Um He's doing a thing with like so V Sinister, right? He existed prior to this album, yeah. Is it yes. just the one album that he released before this? Uh the prior album um was his solo debut. Solo debut. Okay, so he's he so like in, in been 2002 he released like, his first solo record. He was like a known quantity at the time, I guess, yeah, to some degree, at least in Michigan. In in in, in some form of fashion, yeah. In his area in Saginaw. Um which okay. I don't know how far is from Detroit, but I do know uh, it's a, a fairly large town. Yeah, it's it's in the area. Uh, I just remember it from Home Improvement because they would always do the Saginaw cheese thing. But anyway, uh, <laughs> there's like a thing that that people do in rap whenever they're especially just like new dude coming up and stuff where they talk about being a new dude coming up. And I'm like, I don't I don't care. <laughs> like, good for you. <laughs> but it's like the least interesting thing for me to hear somebody rap about it's just like i'm i'm fresh on the scene and i'm gonna do it and it's like just do it you don't have to tell this is in film there's a concept show don't tell and yeah i mm -hmm. know you're telling exclusively in rap but i still feel like there's a way of showing with your words instead of just telling me <laughs> and right. that's that's where i And I mean that's kind of, it's kind of what stunting really is but I feel like if you're if you're doing the stunting properly you don't need to tell me that you're good. <laughs> like <laughs> it's it's almost like you it's it's a double-edged sword. Yeah. Because if you're going to stunt you should really be at a point where you can back that up. Mm. So if somebody is has been making music, and I don't know how long he was making music prior to his first uh, solo album, prior to the one in 2002, um, but like I feel like you can't – if somebody's been making records for 10 plus years or more, okay, you're allowed to stunt if you know, you're at a position where you can comfortably do so. And it I mean, I don't have a problem with stupid. anybody just stunting. It's just there's there's certain things in it where I'm just like I. So 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 Violent J stunting on on basement cuts is not uh, is, is not. I don't even remember it. So I mean, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like twisted stunting, like you know, we heard it, and it's like that's solid. You know, mm -hmm. you can talk like you can talk about how good you are, but you need to prove it in the verses, too. And you know what? And I was like, I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 unproven. Yeah, is, is what it is. I mean, I, I actually kind of enjoy this song, though. It's OK. Um, I kind of like that the instrumental has a bit of an old school feel to it. Yeah, um, the, like the kind of kind of stompy thing. Yeah. Um. But one thing I will say is he does not have a unique flow. No. Um, he definitely lets the beat dictate what he's going to do. 
assuming that it's just the one thing that he does. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, it's just, it, it is very one note. Mm-hmm. And with this track, I kind of understand that because this is a very minimalistic beat, but I think that that kind of stays true for the rest of this album. So we'll, we'll have to, we'll have to see We're we're, we're 40, uh, 40 something minutes into this episode and, and we've only hit track three. So sorry, hopefully we can burn through this. Not I mean, like, you know, skip over them unnecessarily, but I mean, no. say what we need to say, which I'm going to be real. <laughs> Minimalistic. <laughs> <laughs> Maximum that's, effort. That's no thing. I think we think we got that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, track four, Out to Cosmos. We up in this piece. Got Fritz behind the boards. Got my boy Dantastic and JB. And I'm finna tell you what's going on because we up in the club. Give me 10 simmers, I'ma drink all 10 I ran it plenty holes before, so let me say it again I'm the V to the dash to the S-I-N If I wasn't, what would I say I am? I'd be damned if this nigga don't rock your show Drop a flow, got blocks, got a rock your boat Got holes, smoke on my pole like an Optimo Stopping my rise to the top, is impossible My verse is a spot on the weekend Where me and the free feet be creeping Cause it's time for my shine, man, I'm trying to get rich If my woman starts chicken, motherfuck that bitch I'm working hard Niggas like, oh my god, good luck Dog, I'm just trying to live like I want a 2003 Why I track Pontiac Grand Prix with the tweet All right, so this track, right, I had a thought during it because I'm listening to, like, what he's talking about and stuff, and I'm thinking to myself, Mr. Snitzer here is rapping (laughs) like he's Rick Ross, but he's just Jeff. Like, I don't know. (laughs) You know what I mean? Do you understand wh- where I'm coming from? You know? Like, he's hitting the clubs, and he's the dude in the clubs, but I'm like, I don't think you are. I don't know. He he does say, in that one interview that I was looking at, um, he does say that, like, one of his, like, uh, like hobbies or whatever that he has, mm-hmm. um, he's like, he's like, I make music, and I like, uh, I like going to the clubs. I can see that. Yeah, I, I can understand him being a dude who likes to go to the clubs, but like, but but is he like is the he focus turning heads in the club? when he walks in? Like everyone's <laughs> like, oh my god, it's V Snitzer. <laughs> He's here. He has his own can reserved I, booth. <laughs> real quick, can I please? Can I have you on record, properly pronouncing his name correct, once? V Snitzer. I fucking hate you. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that's really all I have from. I don't have a whole lot with this. It's 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 no thang part two. So uh, yeah, it, it kind beat. of is. <laughs> I do like the the beat for this one. Um, it's but pretty cool. I, I, I guess this is implied to be a club song. Yeah. Um, however, this is where I'm going to 
um, bring up a term that is said multiple times on the on the album. Uh, this is the first time where it's said with like a lot of frequency because it was said kind of in passing on the last track. And that is his use of the word kittens. Oh, yeah. So kittens <laughs> is apparently his word that he uses for women. Mm-hmm. So I guess it's better than saying bitches. <laughs> but the way that it is said is directly implying that all of them are submissive. Um, not like bitches is, is like, I feel like the term bitches is, is broad and you could have a bunch of different implications Typically, for yes, it. yes, used for broads. <laughs> I fucking, I, as soon as I said it, I was just going to fucking do a thing. As in, you can use a lot of different, like, descriptors for it. Sure. But his use of the the term kittens, which is exclusively in a sexual manner. Daddy's little kitten. Don't you fucking... No. I swear to God. You better fucking bleep that on this final cut. And people are going to ask what it is and be like, no, it's too fucked up. We can't say it. Don't do that. Don't do that to them. I hate you. Why do I do this show with you? Because We're already talking about the... We're, it, was, it was on subject. I'm sorry. I Anyways. Didn't, I didn't derail, did I? Derailed my train of thought. Anyways, he's basically just implying that uh, every woman wants to fuck him. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's on his terms, and that's why it seems like the term kitten is meant to describe a submissive woman. At least that's what I got out of this. Um, also, I mean, like, it's just kind of an analog to the term pussy. Which yeah, is more or less I just guess. kind of, you know, the thing. Look, <laughs> that is entirely the character that he is setting up here. He is just play he is just playing up this character who does just reduce women to their value as a sexual partner. So is he It's Vinny the, Sin. The, he's the draft he's the draft of Mr. Hart, I guess. From from <laughs> Um I mean, at least there would have been, it, like, one more rapper with decent flow on that album if it was him instead, but it still would have sucked. <laughs> was it you or was it Robbie who mentioned in the Discord about him talking about how he likes uh, Zimas so much? Robbie. Okay. Because it's literally, like, the first lines <laughs> that are that are said in oh, this that's track. What you were and, and about. Okay. <laughs> but I remember... Like when there were commercials for Zima and they would they would air like during the pens games and stuff like that. And I never I think back then I didn't realize like it was an alcoholic beverage, but it was just like a bunch of people who are like, ah, yeah, and they're holding their Zimas like they're all having fun and everything. So that's the only thing that I think of in that context is like, that's what I remember from back then. Also, one uh, one other throwaway line, and it's just because of the mixing. I know he says. Sipping brew with the crew. 
But goddamn, does it sound sound like sniffing glue with the crew? <laughs> <laughs> Which you know. Either yeah. way, you're having a good time with your homies. <laughs> but that's that's all that I wanted to go over with on on out the cosmos. So this this one's this one's okay. It's fine. It's not bad. Like it it has. It, you, it's like you said, it's No Thang Part 2, mm-hmm. but I do think this has a better instrumental than it. Oh, yeah. Than yeah, that's, no that's unquestionable. So. All right. Well, moving on. Track five. Alice. I can't believe you. Out of all the things that do in the world, why'd I have to do this? Just that one time. Now I'll never see the sunshine again. It all started. All I wanted was just a little fun. But I got a little bit more than that. I got a little bit more than that. This is how the story goes. It was a quiet Halloween night. Me and my dog had two kittens willing to strip. So we took a trip to the spot over yonder. They lay a house that looked abandoned. So we took a chance. Figured this would be a way to get them out they pants. Knocked on the door, no one answered. So we proceeded inside with blankets to get our slip and slide on. My dog tried to turn the light on, but not a flicker. Screw it, all I need is some booty and a fifth of liquor. Me and my boo walked through. The bedroom, everything looked anew. This feeling I'm getting wasn't cool. There was a dresser next to the closet that had clothes all up in it. I paused momentarily, then I thought, wait a minute. Bed made clothes play. Gotta make a way out of this place with heads before the owners call the cops. Suddenly screams submerged. It was my boy and his girl, and now my heart's racing, contemplating what occurred. got us like a you know a horror themed song here mm-hmm. to go with that horror themed beat how about that <laughs> so my notes for this were done a couple days ago okay and my note from then said i lost my train of thought here you know I listened to this several times. Okay, so I guess now's the time to talk about this, right? Our most valuable tool in our arsenal, Genius.com. It's got nothing. I mean, it doesn't have nothing. It has spoken word parts splattered with question marks. And it has, like, two tracks that have, like actual lyrics in them this is not one of them uh and yeah whenever i was listening to it i was not doing all that well with focusing in on what he's saying and stuff and it's not even that he's saying any it's not even that it's like hard to understand him or anything like that it's just that my mind fucking wanders super fast while i'm listening to this he's not holding my attention very well but by my understanding halloween him and his dude Got chicks, abandoned house. They're like, we're going to go bang these chicks in an abandoned house because I guess that's just what you fucking do. And then he's like, shit, wait, it looks like this house isn't abandoned. There's clothes and shit everywhere. What? (laughs) That's fucking weird, right? And then I guess it isn't actually 
like lived in, so to speak. There's like a little girl with a knife or something. I don't remember if it was a killer family. I remember you mentioned something about a girl with a knife. I didn't catch much from the second verse. I don't know. And maybe I'll like maybe I'll take some time to listen to it. Like there's a without part. having to do notes or anything later, but yeah. I I will say though, there's whenever a part we were of saying like where he realizes that he forgot the girl that he brought in the room. <laughs> like he's like, shit, I forgot her. <laughs> when but when you said like, you know, it's not like it's hard to listen to. The mixing on this, they could have brought the vocals up yeah. um a little bit. Like I, I'm not trying to say like like the ambiance of the track itself is good if you're trying <laughs> to set a spooky tone. Yeah. But I, I, I could have done with hearing a bit more of the vocals itself <laughs> and that might have been able to help me focus better on trying to, to piece this together. Yeah. Um I've just been listening to too much V Sinister <laughs> at this point. I'm just like I can't can't man. Which is sad when you're only five tracks in, and one of those was a spoken word intro. Oh, it's an incredible. This this whole album's very short, but god damn, does it! This feel album is thirty six minutes long, which is very respectful of one's time. But it feels so long. <laughs> it does. It does. Uh, I I wish I wish we had more to say on this one, but this, I I have no other notes except for what I just said. Thus far, this is probably like the most like interesting song to me because, like I said, like there's a story in it and all that. He's this is classic V Snitzer story storytelling. Like you know, you know, we talk about it a lot. V Snitzer's storytelling, and I mean, he's putting it on display here. But uh, anyway, let's move on. Yeah, let's let's move on. So, track number six, space. Hey, what's up? It's the intro again, but different. This is the other voice, uh, and this one is V Snitzer. Like, this is the one that's bad. Make him kill people or something. Tell him to kill people. You know. Mike, you seem so mad, but I like I'm absolutely 100% certain that at some point in this that I have just said his name the normal way just offhand while speaking because I don't, I don't know think I don't know if you have. I'm pretty sure I have and you just didn't notice it. It's probably true. So, but, yeah, this yeah. is this is almost identical to the first one. Also should be noticed that there there is like some voices in the background that are also saying like fucked up stuff, yeah. but it's almost impossible to hear them. And this leads into the shepherd. Coming to you live and in the flesh. Who the fuck am I? Say my Got a butt that I'm gonna put about six to dust. 
Gonna bust a nut in the eye I'm a sick guy with the mask on Down to get my blast on Live, fly, kill, shit, you make me die Didn't think so, cause you's a hoe We can show down at the OK Corral On the dark color roll And watch this carnival Eat you up like an ore Does some more MC you got sun Okay, so I don't know if you left that in or not, but this is the first fucking thing that I put in all capital letters. Did this sample Final Final Fantasy VII? I do believe that that is One Winged Angel straight up. Thank you. Um, Thank you. (laughs) I heard this shit and I was like, I'm sorry, what? What in the Nobuomatsu is is going on here? (laughs) Mike... I actually had I, I this is like the first time that I really thought of this. Well, as I was walking home from getting my genuine Fago delicious black cherry, mm-hmm. uh, I was listening to this to to get oh. my notes done and stuff. And um, so, was there a time in rap where people were like, "Yo, it would be really cool if I spelled this thing out instead of saying it," right? And they're like, but shit, I, it's the wrong number of letters to fit in the beat and all that stuff. What the fuck do I do? You know? And so, like, the only time that they could spell stuff was whenever it fit into the bar, you know, and they had to either add more stuff around it and to have to work out the line, or they just couldn't spell that thing out and they just had to find another way to say it. I want to know who was the first person who came up with... Yo, check this out. To the. Like, what are you talking about, man? V to the S to the I. And they're like, it just adds a whole new beat in the middle of it. He's like, yeah. Yeah, you can fucking fit that in. And then, you know, once you have the right number of beats, you stop and you just spell the rest of it like normal. And they're like, oh, holy fuck, man. That's fucking brilliant. I didn't think about that until I was listening to this because one artist who immediately comes to mind and I would I would so be willing to like guess that he's the first one or one of the first ones and that's Snoop Monoxide (laughs) (laughs) actually you kept going before before you got to the the Monoxide doesn't drop a two though (laughs) it's the M-O-N-O and I can't even spell the rest but then when you put the two I was like Snoop Dogg it's got it's, it's, it's true. Be yeah, yeah yeah because like that's revolutionary in a way it like is. The, i i'd never considered it before because i'm like yeah that's literally just a way to add more beats to the spelling of the name to make it fit properly in the beat and not have like dead air in, in, in the middle yeah and not like sound weird like it cut off in a strange way like if you can't you know do the other ways the people because like M O N O like he has the stops in there which is pretty right. fresh too you know there's all kinds of ways to do it but I mean to the possibly the two most important words in rap or spelling in rap <laughs> <laughs> anyway I hope someday uh, somebody will use uh, one winged angel in like a a really good rap song that's the dream 
I don't think anybody ever will. No, no, I don't think it's been done. Nope. Uh, it's impossible. <laughs> if only somebody had taken it and like just ran with it. No. You know? Impossible. <laughs> Take that nerdcore. <laughs> <laughs> this is fine. I don't, I don't care for it that much. It's whatever. <laughs> it's not bad. I will say, um, in a weird way, it has the best chorus we've heard so far. Yeah. Um, just I because mean, of the call and response. It just... That's all. That That's that's really it. The, but the instrumental straight up is One Wing and Angel. It, it, it has to be. This is actually one where, like, honestly, some of the... This, this is actually one where the production is just kind of like, uh, it's, it's really showing it's, you know, <laughs> that, yeah, that okay, it wasn't worked on very much. <laughs> like, it's not, like, terrible or anything like that, but it's definitely one where I hear it and I'm like, uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is one no, where you definitely should have gotten the goddamn producer to do their fucking job. <laughs> well, I don't think that much else can be said for The Shepherd, so I think we can move on to track eight. We Silent said so Hill. little about it. That's <laughs> yeah, okay. Anyway, what, what's this track? Uh, Silent Hill or Silent Hill X. I don't fucking know. crazy idea for you right okay so i'm gonna do a horror core track right okay and i think i think this is gonna work out really cool i don't think anyone's come up with this before okay what if i did what if i took like the melody of a children's nursery rhyme mm-hmm. but i i made the words kind of like spooky oh oh that's that's pretty good what would you like? Hmm. I don't know. Those those always sound like really like happy and cheerful. I really don't know what you could do. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, to make it like scary or, or spooky or, you know, sin- sinister. Like what if like, it's like we got like Mary had a little lamb or something, but it's like Mary had a little, 
uh, blood or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> End scene. <laughs> That's all I had to talk about on this because I was just like, whatever. It's uh, they're he's being he's talking spooky shit, I guess. But you know, he does the nursery rhyme thing. Everyone does the nursery rhyme thing. It's contractual obligation if you're you a horrorcore artist to do the nursery Insane rhyme Posse thing. has never done it ever. That's true, never. Well, they're not horrorcore. There. Don't call me horrorcore. Esham never. <laughs> What an e sham. <laughs> God damn. Oh, fucking murder me. Um Here's my note. I like this one, but I don't know what it's about. I just like the hook. <laughs> We all like Ring Around the Rosie. It's a cla- It's a certified hood classic. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have anything else? No, not at all. Um, it when I said in the beginning about how I don't know what the fucking track is called, it's because the back of the album says Silent Hill. And on the inside, it says Silent Hill X. I don't fucking know why. Yeah. So, read I, into that however you I, want. I feel like this is the point in in an episode of this of this kind where we we say an apology to people, where it's just like, I we don't. God, have, I'm sorry. This is a really fucking difficult album to get through. We don't have. It any doesn't help that there's lyrics history. We don't have lyrics. There's not a whole like. The history is what he gave at the beginning of it, but it's like we don't have like a backlog of V Snitzer that we've done before to like draw from and compare and contrast or anything like and that. He just showed up out of nowhere. I didn't expect him to be this, honestly. Here's the thing. I had no idea what the fuck this was going to be whenever I started listening to it. Because mm-hmm. all I'd heard was just that everyone felt sorry for us for having to cover it. So I'm hoping nobody's really going to care about the fact that we're <laughs> covering it in this fashion. But I, I was just like, like, what could this possibly be? Like my brain, for some reason, honestly, almost latched onto the idea that this might just be like a weird rock project that got picked up. I was kind of disappointed to find that it wasn't because I was looking forward to something that was a little different. And it's just kind of there, you know? This is this is definitely something that, like, I've been trying to secure a copy of this album for a while. And it's just because of me wanting to have, you know, it in my collection. And getting a copy of this, as well as the prior album, I got these last year, but I never listened to them. Mm. Okay? Almost everything that we have covered on this um you know, shit we missed with the exception of misery and um, the, the two commentary tracks. Mm-hmm. I didn't listen to any of the stuff prior. <laughs> I went blind on these. Damn. And I've heard people say, you know, give their opinions on this project or that, but almost unanimously, I have heard that people don't care for this project. Yeah. 
Does that mean that that's how I was going to go in being like, oh, my God, this is trash. I go in lists, you know, saying, wow, I've heard this is a bad release, but let's see. Maybe I can find something in here that I like. A lot of times I'll listen to a project. I may not like every track and typically I'll just remove those songs from my phone. Can't really do that anymore. But I was I wanted to give the benefit of the doubt. And are there songs on here that I like? Yeah. Somehow. <laughs> we'll go into more of this at the end. Yeah, like, I'll yeah. have some things I'll, to I say. Some stuff. But, but, I mean, I totally get where if, if people are mad that maybe we're not giving our all on it. It's, it's not trying to be a cop-out in me saying that it's difficult to do so. But when we don't have all of the normal... <laughs> tools that we use like genius like, having all the fucking lyrics i will have you know it does make it harder i listen to this album more times than i usually listen to albums that we cover like i have put this on several times <laughs> mm-hmm. and it's just kind of just the way that it be that it's just even like without without lyrics and stuff to be able to look them up and all that it just doesn't catch and hold my ear enough for me to read much into them further than I have on this. Uh, but you know, that I, I like to throw that out there. I feel like that's, I feel like it's a good thing to throw out whenever we're this short with an album. Yeah. <laughs> so no, and that's totally fair. We like do, we've, we, we do the we've best gone from we having can. episodes be like three hours long <laughs> to then have some that, that are just under an hour. This is not quite that, but no, we still, you know, along. we're, we're breezing through this, <laughs> But it's it's because we don't have much else that we can just pick out of near thin air, it, 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 as, as sad as that is to say. We'll have something so, for the next one. I got stuff on this next song. Okay. Uh, track nine. What's the next one? The October Game. Fuck it. I know the fuck they hide. I'm a grabbing shotgun. This trench coat, this hat, we gon' win the very first witch. She's a freaky bitch, really sneaky bitch. Who makes left and sucks dicks and gets the pussy hit by clicking motherfuckers. The mother must have fucked her up or father fucked her raw. Said fuck her, why even bother for whatever reason? Season to season, she's on her knees, stating these are niggas for cheese or for fun. Bitch got diseases more than anyone you may know. I know got caught going to the doctor for a corn shot. In the winter, she a hot girl who simmers, but in the summer, her cock double rotten than a tuna fish dinner or an Outhouse, that's a goddamn shame. Every thug on the block probably pop that thing. You can be a fire water, look like a till of the hood. So white, brown sugar, or black in the sunspot. Why not? Cop a clock over the edge, cock the steel. Hit the streets on a mission to find some guilty witches to kill. All I wanna do is find a witch. All I wanna do is catch a witch. All I wanna do is get this witch. And what's gonna happen when I get her? I'ma kill the witch. Kill the witch. Kill the witch. You know, it's it really is a disservice that we don't record the actual video of this for people to see. Oh, it's like about Shmeave, the do you third wanna... time that he says it is whenever I start hearing it for the rest of the. So, 
<laughs> well, let me talk about the rest of this song for then I'll get to that. Okay. This is what Monoxide would have been like if his flow was more on point, like early Monoxide. Oh, okay. Because, well, I mean, you know what this song is, right? This is one that had lyrics on Genius, mind you. Oh, he had—he didn't look it up. He doesn't know. He has no idea what this is about. This is Piggy Pie, but uh, instead of, you know, it being rednecks and rich people and cops, it's just different types of women he doesn't like. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, oh. Also, that MIDI guitar in there. Uh, I feel like it's from something as well, but I don't remember. I don't know. It's mm-hmm. it's MIDI guitar. It could be from fucking anything. It could have just been original stuff, but it does sound familiar for some reason. But again, MIDI guitar. If one MIDI guitar is another MIDI guitar, who fucking knows? It it's probably just calling back memories of WWF games on the PS One or something. <laughs> Create a character music uh, that you could zone. throw in. Yeah. But yeah, no, I mean, it's just like witches. He's just literally talking about different kinds of women he don't like. He's he's serious. He's, again, just not a big fan of the concept of child support and the court system when it comes to parenting. And there's definitely a lot of problems with the court system in terms of parenting and all that stuff and biases this way or that way. Um but dear God, my dude is just mm-hmm. <laughs> especially doesn't read too well in the modern day where you know I'm, let me let me update you V Snitzer of 20 or so years ago. Let me tell you things ain't going so good for women nowadays. <laughs> things haven't been for a while, but you know they're they're taking another fucking dive. So, it just doesn't read that good to me. Uh, you know, mad about uh, what what a, a, a previous president in our time referred to as welfare queens. Don't know who that could have been. It was no Clinton. idea. It was Bill Clinton. Ooh. Yeah, uh, but anyway, the most important thing in this song is uh in in the hook uh where after about the third time he says burn her it sounds like he transfers to saying burger and it amuses me every time <laughs> i love it that was why we were dying that's the best part of this song and album yeah so you <laughs> the entire album wow <laughs> <laughs> What are your three tracks? Uh, when he starts saying burger. Yeah, yeah. Um, my, my, first, my first favorite track is the first time that he says burger. Second favorite is the second time he says burger. Third one is actually uh, the rest of the times that he says burger. Uh, what I would take off is the first two times where he doesn't quite say burger. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, go ahead. Um, yeah, so I'm looking at the... Uh, I'm looking at the lyrics right now, and you are right. It is basically oh, I know. Piggy Pie, but for women that uh, that he doesn't approve of. Um, 
the sad thing was is I in a similar fashion I've I've just had that mixing is a consistent problem with this record, and yet this is one of the clearer ones. Yeah, man. But man, it's just it's it it's something that's just been bothering me this whole time, and I know that we've had conversations with people in the ICP with we Discord. Join it if you haven't. Um. <laughs> You know, people will get on me because I'm like, I can't listen to House of Crazies because I can't get past the production. And mind you, the production was, you know, seven, eight years prior to this, but this is not really doing itself any favors. But I was vindicated by, I think it was Pig, who was like, yeah, I can't understand HOK either. And I'm like, fucking thank you. Like, it's not just me. Um, Like, it's, it is definitely a problem that is consistent on a record that came out in fucking 2003 which it shouldn't be mm. like I, I i hate to to say that but this this came out a year after the wraith shangri-la which is 20 years removed from still sounding fucking amazing yeah so it's just uh, i don't know that's that's all that's all i can say it seems that's like it was say. you know i got to say when in that contest Really worth it. <laughs> I well, and if I if I remember correctly, not only didn't did you do get, another contest until '05. Not only did you get zero production assistance, you also got a very limited release. Damn. Well, top of the line treatment there for our boy Wiesnitzer. He he did get some some help because again, Fritz did what yeah uh, what he could. <laughs> I guess that's that's the best I can say. This is not to to throw shade or anything at at be sinister or at psychopathic. It, this is unfortunately we're we're nineteen years removed from this being released, and we're just unfortunately looking at it in hindsight. Yeah, it's the best we can do. But I got nothing else on this, so I think we're just about wrapping it up. Wait, Mike, we're not done yet. There's one more track. That's what I said. I was saying. You said wrapping so we're, it up. I mean, with one more track. Well, you didn't say that. Kind of. Like after we're done playing the October game, what do you want to do? Um, I want to get ready for Thanksgiving. Okay. Is that the name of the next track? Thanksgiving. I didn't check. Maybe. Mm. Son of a bitch. You have the CD in front of you. I, I don't. J, J, Jake O'Lanterns. Ah, uh, Jack Off Lanterns. <laughs> <laughs> Jack O'Lanterns, they fall from the sky. Oh, Halloween, my dear, you will die for you. Tell me your love was true, and I believed you like a. Now my situation started devil's night. Technically, you live with folks some time around the summer. Now I decide to come and settle the scope to behold it before another cat. A brother pushing a Pontiac on a point and sipping on Pontiac. The source of where the drama at. Most of them is on the point. They laughing like everything is alright for time. I'm packing my shotgun in my pocket. I got me a bitch's knife. Cut the phone aside, cock my shotgun. Then I let it just whip for chop. Chopping up they bodies, 40 bottles, chopping the shit. I left the nigga out of the porch. The bitch, I drug inside the house, decapitated the hole. Then I put the fucking arms up. Made a cut here, made a slash there. Got the hair, back the store, removed the brains, replaced it with the candle there. Here the cops come, now I got to run. Got my knife and shotgun, got done. Zero's trying to stop my fun, but I left them a little present when the police arrived on the scene.
seen the rush. Luma Jackal and a happy Halloween mother. This is the October game again, but with no burger. <laughs> no burger and a worse hook. But there are mystery guests on this. There is. Um, and unfortunately, there's no Robbie information anywhere. There's a name, but I don't remember the fucking person, and I feel terrible. I said I said that like this person was like unwelcome, which is not the case. <laughs> I just I did not catch the person's name, and it doesn't have their name in here. Um, Hold on a second. Because everything on here, it just says, like, V. Billingsley for him. Yeah. Uh, Genius also has, like, lyrics for this and just question marks for the other okay, verses. So I see, written by V. Billingsley, J. Little, J. Flowers, and K. McCune. This may have been that person, James, that was mentioned before. But I don't, I don't know. Because they don't give, like... Nothing's listed as being like featuring this person or not. Otherwise, it would say on there because I'm good <laughs> with that. Um, you know what this honestly could have been hmm. if they wanted to promote it as such. The Hollow Wicked track, exactly. Mm -hmm. Um, I honestly could have seen them throw this on. I mean, he he. Won the contest in 2002 at the gathering. Mm -hmm. I, I assume it was the gathering. Why not throw this on the Hallow Wicked single with, with ICP yeah. to help promote him? Right. Literally. And I think this actually was one of the tracks that might have already been done. Um, Let me take a look real it's quick. It's like a less fun pumpkin carvers. Yeah. Yeah. In a weird way. Um, let's see. Like when I say less fun, I mean Pumpkin Carvers is a goofy song, and this oh, yeah. is more Pumpkin of a Carvers serious one where he's once again uh airing his grievances about women who cheat on him, I guess. <laughs> so this was one of the songs that was already um made or planned. Because the the EP was supposed to be called the October Game, oh. and this track was also one of the ones that was, I guess, ready. I'm assuming. So yeah, why they wouldn't have just thrown this on as a Hallow Wicked track would have been amazing and probably done a lot for him. Probably. Um, because if anything, what they could have done is heard response from it, yeah, and people say whether or not they like how it sounds, and yeah. then put more effort into it and yeah, people could have like heard any of right. his music at all <laughs> right well i must have heard something if he won this the, the contest in the first place but well you know any more <laughs> of his music any of the results of it right um fuck that off key hook oh my God. i you you guys couldn't see it but like it started and I took off my glasses and like threw them on the, the fucking desk because I forgot about it. He no longer wanted to look at this song. I I didn't I didn't want to. Um however there is something else on here. Um on the oh, yeah. back of the album it's listed as a separate track, but it's not. Right. 
But if you want to go, um, if you don't have anything else to say on this one, if you want to go to 442, there is an, a hidden outro. Behind the radiant veil of existence, there's a place. Deep within the shadows of time and space, beats the raging heart of fear. Hidden within the scriptures of eternity is the story behind the truth. Behold, the prophecies of life have been foretold in the first book. The next chapter's chronicle in the forthcoming book shall eradicate the divisionary lines separating what is good and what is evil. The key to the second forthcoming prophecy is the morning star shall be devoured by the night. The key to the second forthcoming prophecy is the morning star shall be devoured by the night. The second book is coming. I appreciate okay. the warning. I will look out for it so as to not accidentally listen to it. So it sounds like that was a reference to his prior album, Morning Star, Sins of an Angel. Mm-hmm. And one of the next ones that he was going to come out with, um, which would be called Morning Star, Soul of the Beast, yeah. um, which was released in 2004. Um, so this sounded like he was doing, in a weird way, his own like Joker card thing where he was – having a anthology um, yeah. kind of planned out. Um, but I haven't heard anything from that. Again, I have the first Morningstar. I haven't listened to that either, so I don't know. I'm sure it sounds probably similar to what we've gone through on this. Um, but I just thought that was an interesting little thing to kind of sneak at the end. And it also makes me wonder if he was under the impression that he was going to release more music with Psychopathic or if this was just, I'm on here, this is what's happening, and this is going to get people to continue to check out what I'm going to do in the future, whether I'm on this label or not. Right. So, uh, do you have anything on this uh, on this track overall or on that? No, I mean, I was, I'm, I'm said what I said. Like I said I'm, 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 I, I appreciate the warning because I don't want to hear another thing from him. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that is Hunting Season by V Sinister. Yes. Now, I will... Uh, Bear with me while I try and find some of the... While you do that, I'm going to give overall stuff. Okay. Okay. So, uh, we we confirmed this at the beginning, uh, or at least near somewhere in the middle of this, that he won a contest, because I, I put that as a question at the end. I was like, you want a contest or something? So, he's fine in terms of flow. You know, he's a very competent rapper, clearly. He's good at what he do. He's he finds the rhymes. He stays with the beats and stuff. It's pretty solid production. Pretty good. He did this himself, yeah. Yeah, basically. For the most, like at least, like, like the music was like created and stuff himself, uh, except for like some Fritz Fritz work here and there. And I mean, like he's got some cool stuff going on for the most part, and that's pretty interesting. And he has like one interesting horror track on the album as far as I'm concerned in Alice and but like it's all pretty unremarkable if I'm gonna be real nothing on here is like super standout and I'm like oh fuck yeah I'm hyped for like it's just fairly middle of the road and again somehow for a half hour listen it feels so fucking long something about it 
it might be part of the fact that, again, he does kind of not have a very varied flow on his stuff. And a lot of songs just kind of run into each other and stuff. But, like, you have a lot of things that are kind of paired up that are just no thang out to Cosmos. Same song back to back. Silent Hill X, October Game, Jack-O-Lanterns, they're mostly the same shit back to back. There's not... Like, October Game does stand out a little bit because it's got, like, the guitars and shit. But it's just, like, several of these feel like it's just... Here's a reprise of that song that you either just heard or heard, like, a song back. Silent Hill X and Jack-O-Lanterns are both, like, in that vein. And it's just, like, god damn. (laughs) Like, it wasn't... It wasn't, like, amazing the first time. So now it's just even more underwhelming the second time. But, I mean, like like I said, I could see him, you know, being, having, like, if he had the opportunity to do more with them, he could probably get some, get some good shit going. I don't know. He's apparently continued doing stuff till today. He's gonna be at Camp Zool or whatever. Um... You know, he's apparently managed to hold it down in the music shit, and good for him. Uh, but this one, nah. And like I said, I feel like his his disappointment in this is more so on the production side than it is any of the other content. And to me, the production's fine, and the content is just lackluster and doesn't leave a whole lot to come back to for me. It's you know, standard middle of the road, uh, somewhere between hip hop and like, you know, regular hip hop and horror core, which again, horror core been over it. We covered horror core, <laughs> you know, like I said, Alice is the closest that it comes to like being the interesting kind to me where it's like, here's a story of a thing happening. It's like, ah, Draw me in. Paint the picture for me, Mr. Snitzer. And it's just like, nah, because also he's just playing a character throughout this who for the first half is a piece of shit that I don't like. And for the second half is a piece of shit that I don't like. (laughs) I mean, he is. It's what he's doing. And, you know, in that, I mean, this is just a thing that is also existing in horror in general uh like you know horror overall uh you know contributing to that good old stigmatization of mental illnesses and stuff with you know the schizophrenia thing where it's just like you know there are people who live with this and they're like they they're not fucking just murderers or some shit. Like, it's not the exclusive extent of this, or even the prominent one. Come on. But like I said, that's just a hallmark of horror in general. So, yeah. I don't know. That's about it. It's fine. It's nothing special. It's nothing like terrible but again it's falling in that area where it's committing the greatest sin of being unremarkable yep so as we said um he only had the one year deal um the album did not perform well 
um, did not meet sales expectations. Um, it seems like there's fingers pointed in both directions. Um, do we have uh, any like info on promotion of this? Like, was the it promoted? massive lack thereof? Where was um, it promoted? So, what's what's going to happen is we're going to post this episode, and I believe Rob actually is aware of some stuff and will probably point us in the direction after the fact. Nice. And okay. then we can make a note of it on a future episode. Um, I was just wondering I if know what he did in like, cause I, I know we've gone through the booklets of earlier CDs and stuff. And you've pointed mm-hmm. out sometimes whenever things were announced at the, in the back. So I, I don't know if this was no, I've seen nothing <laughs> on this one. No. Oh boy. Um, so it seems like, you know, V Sinister blamed ICP for not doing more to market him, whereas ICP also blamed V Sinister for not really doing more to craft um, his music to appeal to the Juggalo fan base. Juggalos, it's kind of a double edged sword. And unfortunately, we'll see that with other artists in the future of not appealing to them to not sell music. Um, not being allowed to be his own fucking artist. Yeah. Um, now, whether that's true or not, I don't know. That is literally from a thing from a 2011 article on rapreviews.com. Don't know how uh, credible they are. Um, what I do know is that he did take like the earnings that he got from that album to actually invest in a decent computer so that he had a better way to produce um, nice. his music. Because apparently just using that PlayStation was not cutting it. I could imagine that so, wouldn't carry him forever. No. So um, this seems like it was the last or one of the last things that he made music on that PlayStation. I think that there was another project that he did um, called The Haunt of Fear, um, of which there's more than one of those. Um, and so it seems like he did that before he made uh, Morningstar. Um, something else that's interesting regarding hunting season is there was a new version of it that was released in 2006 called hunting season annihilation. This is actually much easier to acquire. He even sells copies on his site, but the reason why I didn't try and grab this copy for us to go over, because it does sound like it is better quality, better production is it doesn't have all of the tracks from this one. If Hunting Season Annihilation was a direct remaster of this. I would have probably bought that instead, and we would have covered that. But there are tracks missing that were on this one and new tracks that were put on that one. So it didn't seem right to to do that. Yeah. I might check it out in the future just to see. Um, I'm actually a bit curious. I want to see what songs were put on that Um that were on the original. So give me one second and we will take a look at that right now. I see it on his site. It looks like he's released some of the old stuff as well um, with DVD cases because people Ooh. like those, I guess. Okay, They're so uh, tracks, there are 12 tracks on the re-release on Hunting Season Annihilation and we have Clockstoppers is still on there, Out the Cosmos, Alice, uh, the Shepherd, Silent Hill X, and The October Game. They took out some redundant ones, so that's something. Now, something that I need to see 
is, are those the tracks that he already had done? <laughs> Clockstoppers, Out the Cosmos, Alice, The Shepherd, The October Game, and Jack-O-Lanterns. So Jack-O-Lanterns was not one of the original ones. But all the other, the, the five other ones were the ones that were playing for the original EP. Hmm. And then he added some more stuff on here. But again, removing some of the other ones. Um, yeah. No, uh, no, um, no, no thing. No, no thing. <laughs> um, so interesting. Um, like I said, I might check that out in the future just to see. Um, I don't know if the instrumentals are completely done. It says it was re-recorded and remixed. So who knows? But the fact that they removed some tracks kind of disappoints me a little bit. I would rather just, this is a 36 minute album why not just keep everything on there and add some more stuff on there that's how i feel like re-releases should be done but that's just me anyways that is that's the album that's the album um i'm gonna state this real quick you mentioned it um in in your in your ending comments okay uh this episode is being recorded at the beginning of may v sinister oh that okay has been Announced at being at Camp Zool. Now, this episode will obviously come out after Camp Zool. I will be at Camp Zool. Mike's life is in danger. I'm in danger. (laughs) I am not letting my opinion of this album affect when I go to Camp Zool. I will go and see V Sinister set as long as the other people that I'm with want to go and see it. Because I'm genuinely interested in seeing a bunch of these artists. A lot of the artists who are at Camp Zool, I've never seen perform. And I want to give everybody a fair shot. So if for some reason V Sinister hears this review. What's up? um, (laughs) Just know that this is made after I've seen you at Camp Zool. (laughs) So more than likely, (laughs) if I liked you at Camp Zool. Well, this is before you saw him at Camp Zool. Right. But I'm saying if... Yeah, this this is being released after. So if I like you at Camp Zool, that takes place after this review. <laughs> so I just want to make uh, that perfectly clear. I I have no problem changing my mind on something if I have something to back up. But on the same uh, on the same uh, uh, side of this coin, apparently, B. Sinister himself is not really a fan of this record. Hence, remaking it as. Hunting Season Annihilation. So, just just want to throw that out there. Let me tell you something. I'm not going to Camp Zool. You're not? No. So, your your opinion is just... My opinion's unchanged. Trash. You're garbage, (laughs) V-Sinister. Jeez. Come on the show. Say hi. (laughs) Love to chat with you. I'm sure you're a fine dude. I don't know. Anybody got any intel on V-Sinister? Nice dude? Good dude? I don't know. Like I said, I'm pretty sure that that Rob of of what is a juggalo? Oh, what is a juggalo? Um, Rob, let's go. Is 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 familiar? I think he may have actually like spoke with him back whenever this album was coming out. Really interesting. So I could be wrong, but I, I'm pretty sure that well, that might come be, on the thing. show, Vsnitzer. <laughs> Hang out. He's gonna come on and be like, "I want you to say my fucking name correctly." <laughs> You'd be like, "I've been saying right the whole time." Only, only if you if you uh, ask the kittens, and I will yell with them. 
<laughs> that is Hunting Season by V Sinister, and that is Out the, the Cosmos end. Alice October game. Uh, Just for the burger part, uh, the sh- cut jack o' lanterns, I guess. Uh, Silent Hill, The Shepherd, I'd cut no and thing, actually. No Thang. And I will cut. Fucking cut jack o' lanterns, yeah. So, um, we did it. That's that's the end of the shit we missed. Holy fuck! I'm not uh, gonna lie, that was a lot. I'm, I'm so excited to go back to the regular time. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, this started out on a pretty big high note. You know, intelligence and violence had a good time. <laughs> it fucking dragged by the time we got here. Although I guess uh, Parla Isla did in fact hit pretty good. That was nice. It wasn't bad. Uh, that that just released the day that we are recording this. Yeah, and people are speculating that maybe we trashed the shit out of that album. But you're fucking wrong. <laughs> you're fucking wrong, you motherfuckers. <laughs> anyway, yeah, but. We, after this, are heading back to the regular timeline where we will be starting at the beginning of 2008. And I'm so fucking excited because now for for realsies, full realsies, we are knee deep in the era of Mike is buying everything right when he comes out. (laughs) Like right, right as the shit is released, like week of, like Mike is buying it. And uh, and I can't wait. And that continues so. to today. Oh God, it does it. <sighs> we all make mistakes. Fucking... Yeah. If you, you want to make mistakes life. of your own, though, such as contacting us to talk about V Snitzer's hunting season, if you are V Snitzer and want to come on the show, uh, you can contact us on one of our various social medias, such as our Facebook, Juggalo Judgment, Twitter. At Juggalo Judgment. Instagram. Juggalo Judgment. If you wanted to hit us up with like a really long message, uh, you know, detailing the various reasons why Mike should take up the proper pronunciation of V. Snitzer's name, uh, you could hit us up at our email. Juggalo Judgment at gmail.com. If you wanted to catch us like in a video form where stuff is slowly being uploaded as we go. If you want to listen to, to stuff on like a completely different platform than most podcast platforms, you could do that on our YouTube. YouTube.com slash Juggalo Judgment. If you are V Snitzer and you're like, I want to make these guys listen to the rest of my catalog one song at a time. <laughs> And also, I want to support them monetarily, because I'm a big fan. And I mean, I either want to make them listen to their songs, my songs, one at a time, or I want to just make the one guy listen to entire albums at once. We still got to figure that out. (laughs) You could do that on our Patreon. Patreon.com slash Juggalo Judgment. If you just wanted to contact one of us specifically to say, hey, Shmeev. Good job on pronouncing my name, V. Snitzer. 
you can hit me up on Twitter at Schmeave. If you and wanted to you... hit up this other guy and be like, Mike, listen. Listen, Mike. It's pronounced V-Snitzer. <laughs> you could do that. <laughs> the whole time, the whole time, like, I'm just like, he's going to say, like, V-Schnitzel. <laughs> anyway, your, your social Well, yeah, it's Jacqueline's. <laughs> Uh, at Mike Spawn, the SEJ on Twitter, and Straight Edge Juggalo on Instagram. All right, we've we've dragged this out for a very long we've time. This, this episode's <laughs> gone way too long because of it has. Because well, I mean, there was so much history to talk about, which was way more interesting than the album. And now we're done. So, uh, with all that said, finish your motherfucking fagos. Right, finish those motherfucking fagos. Peace. Peace. We should listen to this. <laughs>